Blog Talk Radio. Anti-bullying. 
I just think it's sad because he's trying to raise money for anti-bullying and it went nowhere. That's pathetic to me, but whatever. What else is new, Typical right? human beings, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are you oh, ready? look, we have Joe in the queue. Joe is here. Yes, he finally showed up. You finally got I that stripper off your lap, did you? It was very hard. You know. I, I'm quite sure that it was. Yes, the bouncer yes, comes indeed. over and he's like, "Would you like another lap dancer?" And you're like, "I don't know." And you're like, "Well, I really should go on the air, but you know, well, all right, hold on the tip. Like, Just you know, I, I have like the thirty dollars in my pocket. What what else am I going to spend it on?" You could have supported Cocky so many times. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, That's what the so hell, mean. Man? You could have supported anti-bullying, but no, you shoved it in a nasty, crusty G-string. Admit it. <laughs> Ew, crusty. Actually, I prefer to think that I bullied the stripper first. Then oh, what'd you do? Would you tell me you didn't negotiate a price, or I will be so embarrassed? Uh, no, I won't say that. Okay, good. Please don't do that. Don't don't ever go into a strip club and and try and lower get them to lower the price. It's just so it's so tacky. He probably got a blowjob. That's probably what he meant. Oh, he still shouldn't have been. That's not coming from Vanilla Girl. I'm just thinking like uh, I'm getting that from Vanilla Girl. It wouldn't explain. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't explain his lateness. Why not? Wah, wah. Oh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> So there. Take that. I will so take that. So I'm excited for tonight, even though I'm mad at everyone for not supporting my cocky. We're still going to get albums, by the way, and he's not sending them until he has the whole thing done, which includes a 12-page colored booklet that's going to go with the CDs. That's very cool. And if I don't get people calling in because wait, wait. they want a cocky CD, I'm going to come and hunt all you down, and I'm going to put headphones on you and make you listen to it endlessly for hours. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A coloring book? <laughs> Not no. a coloring book. It's a co- You know how you get, like, the insert colored in the CD? It's colored. Oh, okay. The so color booklet? Gone. Okay, so his point is he's just, you know, an up-and-coming rapper for him to be able to day. have this thing and have a booklet, that, that's expensive. quite pricey. Yeah. It's quite fancy, and it's he's only doing it. He says he's coming up with things that are only going to be for our listeners. And I said, I don't think they deserve it because they didn't support you. No. So they don't. Meow, meow. In, fa- in fact, maybe you should make it black and white and, like, just frames and let people color it in themselves. Ooh. There is that. There is that. I don't know. Make, make like, a coloring book J-card. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Come with a pack of eight Crayolas. Crayolas, yes. With your Crayola crayons or your Crayola markers? No, this would, like, be crayons. Ooh, oh, or better yet, the pencils. Oh, now you're getting all technical. <laughs> Some of saying. us just don't have that available. Well, yeah, I'm sure the Crayola has colored 
pencils even up in Canada. Oh, they do. They do. I, I will vouch for that. Anyways, so instead of talking about stupid crayons, let's talk to Rob and, and Janelle, shall we? Sounds good to about me. crayons? I think so. Hello. Are you there, my dears? We are, we are. Yes, we are. We're here and Yay. ready to go. <laughs> so tell us about you guys first. Like, what's your backgrounds? What is it that got you into this sort of a thing? Um, basically, our story kind of sort of starts with me. Um, okay. I was um, going to grad school and for spiritual psychology, basically. And... Um, what I was studying had nothing to do with sex. <laughs> but early on, I came across an article on transcendental sexual experiences, and I gave that, I printed that article out and gave it to Rob because I said, he's Mr. Frisky, and I knew he'd want to read it. So what it talked about was how um, there, actually it didn't tell the percentage in that particular article, but about 10% of the population does have some sort of spiritual experience or some kind of, maybe out there experience during sexual play. Uh, they mm-hmm. might see a vision or, you know, um, they might even believe that they transform into someone else or an animal or all kinds of things, past life experiences, all kinds of things that people might experience. But mm-hmm. usually they're freaked out by that uh, often if they don't, you know, if they're not anticipating that. And then they're mm-hmm. afraid to tell their partner, you know, because it can be kind of weird. So Rob read this article and he was like hey can I experience that so you know he went into it with intention then um and well yeah and then it was uh um I thought well if other people can do this why can't I am I not paying enough attention at that that wonderful moment um to where I'm missing something Mm -hmm. and so I set the intention and the first first time we made love um and I climaxed and as I was paying attention this image flashed in my head, and it was um, just like I was laying on the floor in the forest looking up at trees. Okay. And I thought, I thought that's, that's nice. I mean, it wasn't like the fireworks or the, you know, um, you know Whatever, yeah. some kind of special effects or something I was thinking it was going to be. But, um, you know, it was, it was something different, something that I hadn't witnessed before. And mind you, we had been married at that point, uh, I don't know how many years. That was two and a half years ago. Right? No, it's been almost three years ago. Um, and we've been married pushing 11 years mm-hmm. now. So whatever. Right. So like eight years of marriage. So, um, and we had a good sex life, mind you, but this was definitely something different. Um, and at that point also Rob was in no way, had no interest in spirituality whatsoever um, to just, didn't care and very skeptical about any weird things like that. Um, But then he ended up coming to visit me at, um, I had a seminar for grad school in California and he come out there after it was over. And long story short, I ended up feeling compelled to take him to the state forest there so he could walk through the redwoods with me. And he looked up and that was to the T. That was his vision. I looked up. Really? Um, We weren't there more. yeah, Yeah. We weren't there more than five minutes. And I looked up, and I, I, at that moment, I realized my life had changed. Um, I saw the image that I saw. Um, emotions just flooded out of me. I, you know, I was crying. I wasn't sad or anything, but, you mm-hmm. know, tears were just flowing out of my eyes. 
And as I like to put it, I was just like cut open and all my emotions just flowed out. Um, and since that point, every time um, that we uh, make love and um, orgasm together or climax together. If we have intercourse. Right. Um, then I get an image right. uh, at that time. And I've always been connected to spirit my entire life, um, can communicate and so forth. And But I'd never tried to tap into, you know, the vision thing, getting the images like he does until, what, just this past January. And I was like, you know, I, why don't I get that? And so then I started allowing it, if you will. Um, and then we've had, and I often as well will get a vision or two. And then, um, and the validations that we've had on all the time, all this huge list of images that he's seen. And, uh, and then some of mine are just profound, how they show up in daily life or they're connected to something else in particular. So, okay, but let's back up a bit and and explain to people what you mean by visions and what it is that you guys are, are doing. Is this part of orgasmic manifestation you know what kind of back up and let them know what it is that you guys are doing well when you say vision what i get when i have a quote-unquote vision it's just sometimes i see it as an image and sometimes it's just that knowing um and to be honest like last night i had this thought of a lasso and it popped into my head and i don't know that i really saw one mind you i had validation from one of our clients today <laughs> that had to do with that and i was like oh there we go that's where that's why i was getting that vision but um rob's are different yeah mine come a little bit differently um they come in a, in uh, two different ways usually um one they usually come and it's kind of hard to explain but it's like uh, a like two shades of black and you can see the image. It's a black background, and the image is black too, but it's a, a, a slightly different shade, so you can make it out as it's coming through. And then the other one is just like a camera flash, like, uh, boom, there it is. There's your image. Just a pop into my head, like a, like if you were taking a picture, and then that image is burned into my memory, if you will. And so sometimes they do seem to, you know, we've learned over the last almost three years that, yes, they – our signposts or, you know, that validation that we're on the right path or this, that, or the other. And sometimes they seem random, and honestly, we don't know why we got that or why he got that. Um, does that help answer that a little bit? Well, so so is it that you figure that these are almost like um, precognitive things? In other words, at the point of orgasm, you're getting visions of future events? Yes, but Rob has also, and mind you, this means you have to believe in past life experiences, but we have validated his. He has had one past life experience um, during a a very powerful uh, sexual experience between the two of us, and uh, and we got the name, and we it's just a long, long story. We won't do that to you, but um, we validated it, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And it wasn't an image. It was more of a like a video kind right. of played in its head. It was like I was at a, in a different place, uh, living a different life, which hmm. come to find out I was. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, for us, the images then do typically seem to show up as kind of a precognitive. Um, but, you know, that's our experience. And there are definitely other people that have had those past life experiences or different things where maybe they have been with their partner before in a different life, quote unquote, or mm-hmm. um, things like that. Um, or I've had the sense of the void, um, which, you know, doesn't have anything to do with an image, but right. just that utter nothingness. And I've had mm-hmm. that. 
um, those kinds of things. So it's, there's not a good answer. So to is be this something that you guys us. set out to do before you make love? Is okay. We're going to see what happens at the point of orgasm. We're going to see what pops into our heads, or is it something that you go into with intention? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, is it something that you meditate on? Like, how is it that you're no. doing this? Um, for me, it's just um, opening up and allowing to come in what comes in. I don't set intention. I don't go, okay, I'm, you know, I'm expecting to see a vision um, or anything like that. To me, it's like just opening my my soul, my mind, my body up to whatever is supposed supposed to flow in at that moment. Right. And being, um, but you've got to be hyper aware in order to, like, in other words, you can't really get lost in the moment of orgasm because you've got to be hyper aware to know, you know, to make I, sure that you're aware in that moment to notice it, right? I, I don't think that that's a necessity. Um, I have this theory that actually when you orgasm, you go and you live another entire life and then come <laughs> back. And I know what? I think it's, it's even out so there for Janelle. <laughs> but I, I feel like that you are tapping into a past life, um, another future. dimension, yeah. or, or something like that. So to be present or to be super aware in this state that we're in now and this human body and everything, I don't think is a necessity because I think this goes way beyond that. But but let me clarify, he is very aware. I mean, on the other hand, some, I mean, maybe there's a bit of a parallel there or a, a paradox, rather, because um, – he certainly enjoys the sexual experience, the right, physical right. pleasure. Uh-huh. Uh, and then as far as, you know, when I get a vision, shoot, my visions, of course, you got to understand that I, I I guess I have a really cool gift anyway because I can do that. I could sit here right now and tap in. I don't know that I would get an image, but I can certainly connect and get stuff that can be validated by other people. So, and I don't like the word psychic. I think that word's been abused, but call it what you want. But, for me to get those visions after we've made love, if after we've we're done, we've we've got up, we've cleaned up, whatever, we go back to bed and lay down to snuggle, that's usually when mine will come through. So it's like five, ten minutes later. <laughs> it's just when I consciously kind of flip the switch, if you will, and allow it to come in. Then, like, okay, I'm paying attention now. What do you want to give me? What you know, to right. spirit or whoever, you know, what information, what image, whatever you want to give me. So is this part of what Sexy Challenges is? Is this teaching people how to be, you know, more cognizant of what's coming to them afterwards and during and what is Sexy Challenges? Well, Sexy Challenges started out when I first started writing Sexy Challenges. They were just a way for couples to spice things up. Um, But as as we went through this experience, um, I wanted to bring more and we wanted to bring more of the spiritual aspect into it. So we started looking back at older traditions and the way that we can bring spirituality into sexy challenges so you can combine them. Um, we want, you know, each sexual experience that you have with your lover, you know, it sh- it should be, it is a spiritual event. Whether or not you're conscious right. of it because spiritual, or excuse me, orgasmic energy is exceptionally powerful. Right. But, but And it should also have the physical pleasure. Right. And lastly, it should be fun. It should be something you want to do over and over again. Right. And, you know, one thing that we want to make clear, too, is that just because it's spiritual, in no way does that mean that you don't have those rip your clothes, each other's clothes right. off times. 
you know, you can have the, the soft romantic piece, but you can absolutely bring in the toys, bring in the naughty play, bring in whatever that excites the two of you. It, in no way does it have to be soft and tender and gentle all the time or at all if you don't like that. Right, right. <laughs> so... Um, it's still spiritual. It's still this amazing, and you can learn to direct that sexual energy. And so, yeah, he started writing. So, and that's what you what you meant by orgasmically manifesting is yes. being able to um, use, say, the law of attraction, but Basically. use that energy that you have during an orgasm and direct yeah. it towards something. How is that done? Yeah. Um, well, there's really truly. Uh, kind of, a, I almost want to say an infinite amount of ways. There's so many different ways you can do it um, just by having a particular uh, intention in your mind, which needs to be pretty specific. Um, because if you don't, I mean, because we actually, prior to even understanding the sexual piece, we were just starting to learn the law of attraction a number of years ago. And we knew that we wanted to move out of our state and we were ready to sell the business that we owned together at that time. Well, it all came about, but sure as hell not in the way that we intended. Um, and we lost a lot of huge financial situation um, because of, so we, we actually manifested that. We didn't understand that. So it's very, very important that you have a specific intent and you know that you're asking for it in a, pretty much in a way that you would like for it to occur. Then you could focus on that intent or even a particular word if you know what it means. Like if you want a new job and you know in your mind what that new job would entail, you know, that you like it and it's more money or, you know, some specifics around it, then you can focus on that at the point of orgasm. That one takes a little practice because that one is being able to really be, what, aware, you know, mentally and physically at the same time. But you right. can do that. That's one way to do it. Um, you could have an image. Let's just use a materialistic thing here and say that you're wanting that new car. Um, obviously, it takes a lot of work still behind it. You have to do things to have the money to get the new car because it's not just going to show up in the driveway the next morning. But, you know, let's say you have that image of one. Then after the two of you have made love, you can then, you know, focus some energy onto that picture. You can then burn that picture either, or you can either, what I say, or bury it, or there's a different things that you can do with it. Right. Um, one, of the, one of the things that we also like to suggest to people to do is to use those, I mean, if you're fluid bonded, to use those fluids that are created um, during intimacy and climax and use those to anoint, like, like Janelle said, the picture right, or an image that you had um, and we often do that before we burn our image. Right, right. But explain um, to people, what, okay, because now you're getting into paganism and some people aren't going to understand why we're burning. Why are we burning? Why are we, why are right. we anointing anything? What is the point? Um, wow. Well, now you're asking a, a big tradition question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in um, other words, is sexy challenges based on... Christianity, like when you say spirituality, are no. you say, is it denominational? No. What are we talking no. about? It covers, I mean, there are Buddhist perspectives because I do lean, I, I laugh and say I'm kind of a Wiccan Buddhist. Yeah, put that together, right? But because mm. um, that's almost impossible. <laughs> if you know enough about the, you know, the traditions there, that's tough to do. But that's kind of where I'm at. You know, there's a, a magical piece from the Wicca or the paganism. Um, mm. 
and then there's the, the some of the Buddhist perspectives, and there are tantric pieces that come into this. Um, so it's really, honestly and truly, what resonates with Rob and I. And um, also, mind you, we do have a spirit guide, our power animal, whatever you want to call him. Well, I have many, but we have one together. Mm-hmm. And that's a very long story as well. But it's we've had validation, crazy validations over that over the last few years since he came into our lives. And so then, you know, people sometimes go, oh, well, that sounds like Native American stuff, you know, and, and shamanistic. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, of course, there's different shamans, but it doesn't have to be Native American. But so there's all those things. And so, yeah, there's a sex magic piece to it. And so there is a magic piece to it. So then the burning is about releasing this energy in a different way. And But, you know, I think truly, if you really cut it down, it's just all about intention and what your intention is. Right. And that's what it means to you or to us in this situation. You know, for us to do this particular ceremony and then we burn it, it's because we know, we believe that that's going to create, it's going to be more powerful to send it out in that way. And mind you, when we don't do a, a ceremony, if you will, in the same way, mm-hmm. you know, if we don't burn something in the same way, we'll see a difference in our numbers because it does affect our sales the next day <laughs> and uh, of our sexy challenges. We'll see a spike in sales. We see a spike in our popularity on the Internet um, down to the hour of when we've been together. So we know we have freaking scientific proof that it's truly powerful in that way as well. But would you not say that really, okay, so if, if a person doesn't want to get into the burning ritual or they don't uh-huh. want to get into anointing right. something, can we not, it, you can, you know, mold this thing around what you're comfortable yes. with and what you find spiritual, Absolutely. correct? Right. Right. Yes. I mean, each sexy challenges is crafted with um, several options, so you don't have to follow them specifically. Um, we don't even, you know... As we're going through and we're finding these wonderful things, these ancient traditions, these wonderful beliefs and stuff, we have yet to find anything that we 100% agree with. Right. So we pull bits and pieces out, these things that resonate with us and say, oh, that's cool. Well, we'd like to try that. So we don't, have, we don't follow a religion. We don't follow a tradition. But we, follow all, we gather all this information and we use the, the bits and pieces that we like and enjoy and that resonate with us. And that's what we put into Sexy Challenge. Well, because I was raised uh, as a Baptist, so a Christian, mm-hmm. and, um, but I was, that had been me. It was initially my parents, but I had been on that spiritual journey. I was seeking from the time I was seven years old, and I didn't realize that, of course, at the time. Mind you, we grew up in a very devout Christian, basically, community, um, mm-hmm. very hip town, a small little town um, in the Midwest. So they're not open to all these other things. And as a young teenager and I started being able to tap in and getting things coming to me and prophetic dreams and so forth, there was a lot of people around that were like, oh, that's of the devil. And I just knew, I'm like, that's not right. That's not right. It's okay what I'm experiencing. And so we don't, but we don't want to tell anyone that their beliefs are wrong because Mm -hmm. it comes into that, that Buddhist mindset. But there are many, as many paths to enlightenment or whatever you want to call that as there are souls. We, none of us, in our view, have to do it the same way. And on that note, we're going to cut to a commercial, and we will be right back. Okay. Beautiful ladies, dirty little boys, sexy sissies, and everyone in between, this 
is Dr. Sue, and I'm delighted to be able to bring you an amazing offer from adamandeve.com just for my in-bed listeners. What do you get when I hand you 50% off one item, plus three free adult DVDs, plus a sexy extra surprise gift, and free U.S. shipping on your entire order? I'll tell you what you get. You get me handing you sexual nirvana on a platter. So I expect every one of you to head to adamandeve.com and go sex toy happy and take advantage of this offer only for my in-bed listeners. Just use the code INBED at checkout to receive all these goodies. And remember, that's 50% off one item, three free adult DVDs, the surprise gift, and free U.S. shipping on your entire order with the code INBED. So move your butts to adamandeve.com now. That's doctor's orders. Neil Slave, you are in the presence of Goddess Belladonna. I am a experienced, mature, BBW mistress, resident in Las Vegas, Nevada. I have been dominating, controlling, and transforming voice just like you for well over 20 years now. I offer real-time, online, and phone domination to the right sort of puppet. If you're interested in finding out more, go visit www.goddessbelladonna.com. Make sure you read my information carefully, and hopefully, I'll be seeing you soon. Hello, puppets. This is your favorite queen, Queen Kitty of QueenKittyOwnsYou.com, and I command you to tell all your friends about In Bed with Dr. Sue on Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and we're back. I have a question for you. So can you give us an example of a sexy challenge? Sure. Um, Our favorite, or my favorite, I should say, it's not our our favorite, favorite. um, is called Become the Warrior. And what it does is it goes back to an ancient um, Native American tradition where the um, warrior braves would have this wonderful sex with their partners before they would go into a battle as a way of protecting themselves. Now, obviously, in today's modern society, we don't have to, we don't actually go into battle. Well, but, most of us don't. Right. But we go, you know, we go to work or whatever, and you can use that same philosophy um, to protect yourself or to help you give a better presentation or to come up with interesting ideas. And what you do in this challenge is you actually, you'll get the war paint, you'll get the, um, uh, the Native American music, You'll put it on in the background. You'll put some low lighting on so you can simulate what it would look like in the teepee or whatever kind of um, dwelling that the, these Native Americans would live in. And you, you physically put the war paint on each other, um, and it becomes a very tribalistic lovemaking session. Uh, I know when we first, the very first time we performed this, it, it was a huge rush for the both was, of us. Yeah, was, we actually felt like we were there. Right. Yeah, in a different, completely different place. Yeah, it was very powerful. Yes. Now, I like there's a new one um, because they come out about every two weeks, a new one does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's Voodoo Love Doll. So, again, obviously that one's getting into a whole different tradition. <laughs> I'm over here talking with my hands like you guys can yeah. see me. It's just happening. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and I just noticed I was doing it. I was yeah. a big dork, but whatever. Um, but Voodoo Love Doll, is, I love it. It's really cool because you actually create your own um, Voodoo Doll. And it's not because the Voodoo Dolls were not necessarily meant at all originally to cause pain or hurt someone. They were actually for healing that individual. So um, the idea with these is that you create this and kind of the image, if you will, um, of your partner. It's supposed to represent your partner. And then it's a way to you touch those certain parts and supposed to, you know, uh, kind of give sexual pleasure by – you know, and there's variations within that. Like I said, we always share variations. Um, and I hate to say it, but I don't remember because I was editing another one today. And I'm like, darn it, I can't remember all the stuff in that one. Um, but you would use, uh, in the Voodoo Love Doll, you would use, you know, maybe get some hair from your partner or some of uh, a piece article of their clothing to use on your doll. Um, so that it would take... big doll. Though. No, right. You would construct <laughs> one. We, uh, we suggest you construct it out of... Um, uh, sticks you find in your yard and um, tie them together to simulate a person. But it kind of depends on what you're going to do with it because right. if you do the one part of that where you like rub it all over your partner's body, uh-huh. then the sticks might be unpleasant. Right. So you know, but you could get a soft doll. There's other ways to do that. Yeah, you know, they aren't complicated. Like you, you said, there's there's stuff. very many uh, different variations within the sexy challenge to for whatever type of pleasure you can get out of it. Yeah. And they're not necessarily just for heterosexual couples either. Um, And for that matter, though we promote committed, loving relationships, we also numerous times, we're always saying it in numerous uh, different sexy challenges, I know that we've said it within them, that, you know, if you're in a relationship that's not just two people, that's okay too. You can tweak these to fit whatever relationship you're in. And that's really cool. So it's not, you know, again, so it's non-denominational and it's it has nothing to do with sexual orientation. These are almost just right. little um, goals that you're putting out there so that yeah. people can, you know, connect more or even if they just use it as it's of role-playing, just right. getting Absolutely. lost right. in whatever that is. You don't have to necessarily create an enormous amount of energy or anything or you don't have to have an intent. You can just... Use right. them yeah. to get to know your partner better, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can you can take out the spiritual aspect of all of them and use it strictly as a pleasure based right um, yeah. event. Yeah. Just make your sex hotter. Yeah. You know, you don't have even. Now I know there are some that are do have a really uh, deeper ceremonial piece to them, but I would say the majority you could easily, if you don't want to use that, you can easily kind of remove it, you know, mm-hmm. um, in that sense. Though I'm still adamant that guys, girls, ladies, whatever, women, you know, that sexual energy is freaking powerful. And if you are unconsciously directing it somewhere else, wow, you might manifest something that you didn't want. So right. to intentionally put some intent there behind that and, you know, it's, I, I think, I don't know, that's a big deal to it's, me. It's almost I, I like I can see what you're, that I want. <laughs> yeah, I can see what you're saying in the sense of it's almost like it's wasted energy if you're not directing it somewhere. And it, yeah, and it or, can be dangerous. This is why I don't yeah. yell baby out during sex because I don't want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but that's very true. Absolutely right. true. I, I know maybe, you know, because it could be. And like I said, without the, the sexual part of it, that we were initially, excuse me, initially 
I'm doing some, you know, law of attraction stuff. Um, yeah, you know, we lost our business and, and uh, it's a long story, but, you know, years ago. And so when we were like, oh, you know, you have yeah. to have a better intent, more cl- uh, right. clarity around your intent. So there you go. So that's the reason why Joe doesn't call anyone baby, right? <laughs> or call it out or use the word in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. yeah so what is Universal anyone, Orgasm Night? Universal Orgasm Night is is um, an event that we created um, where we are asking others to dedicate their orgasm to raising the vibration of the planet, um, to help heal our planet, to help heal whatever item needs healing. Um, sexual energy, although you know you can direct it and stuff and things like that, it also is very intelligent by itself. You know, it knows. Um, when you direct it that, you know, when you want it to do good, it'll know where it needs to go right. and find and seek out and improve that situation. So the Universal Orgasm Night, or you on, is no matter where you are on the planet, whether you're with a partner or without a partner, it's just about having an orgasm on that day or that night. And, you so know, then so it's, just, it's, it's directed towards, so what, are, so what should they be thinking? Well, I mean, just, you know, if they're, if you want to even um, improve your community or, you know, if you want to do kind of that cliche, <laughs> let's feed the hungry children. But mm-hmm. seriously, I mean, it really does. I mean, the more, um, for one thing, when we're all having great sex, we're just happier, <laughs> right? There's a biological. That's true. That's very response. true. Yeah. So we're happier then. We're happier for the next few days. So the more people that are doing it, even for only that matter, they're, for that reason, they're going to just probably be in a little better space at work the next day or wherever. So right there, it's kind of a healing uh-huh. because you treat right. people better. So it, Exactly, it be because you're back. becoming more, yeah, exactly. So in other words, if you have at least nothing else, if you get everyone doing it on the same night, and what is what are the nights? I, I know what they are. They are on the solstices, okay. but explain <laughs> why. Um, well, we originally didn't set it up this way, but we've decided because of the kind of the tradition path that we're somewhat uh-huh. following now that we're just setting them up on um, either the spring, spring equinox, summer solstice, uh, and then fall equinox and winter solstice. And it's just something that we chose to do. Um, so if that doesn't mean anything to anybody, just go, hey, it's like June 21st, woohoo! <laughs> it's right. you know yeah. all summer. So, um, and, all, and all those are outlined on our website, yeah, sexychallenges.com. Yeah, so. there's a calendar on there. So what do what happens when I go to sexychallenges.com? Is it something that I sign up for? You know, how is it? How does it work? We just put up a uh, a new sacred, sexy sacred money ceremony. Um, so it's a way to manifest some more money into your life. And so mm-hmm. if you opt, if you drop your email in there, it puts you on our list. But we only send out an email, what, every other right. Sunday. Um, and they're really short, brief. We don't you right. know, send tons of stuff to people. <laughs> but other than that, everything on the website, there's lots of great articles. Yeah, there's um, lots of, of connected, you know, videos and things like that that you can witness and enjoy that don't cost you a thing. Right. And, I mean, there's we've got some really cool projects coming up. So there's, if you have any interest at all, you know, in what we have coming up in the next few months, getting on that list would be a great thing to do because we have some cool stuff that we can't even kind of let the cat out of the bag on yet. Right. But we're excited about it. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we put up a new, like a new tip video, if you will, you know, and it's right on the, well, it's on every page because it's on that right sidebar. So there's just some, yeah, there's tons and tons of stuff on there. And there are some great articles that have nothing necessarily to do with spirituality. They're just like, hey, how can you last longer? And, you know, how can you use breathing to, you know, have better sex and things like that. Right. That's really cool. So what is the paid part then? How is it that you guys are, you know, you said that you see an increase in sales. Uh, what is it are you that you're selling on the site? Well, we, we actually sell the sexy challenges. Um, they're available on iTunes, uh, for the Amazon Kindle, uh, for the, the Nook from Barnes & Noble, and then also there's a printed, print version on Amazon of the first 50 sexy challenges in one book. Um, so that's where, we, that's where we're getting our... Um, our so products sales, and yeah. sales out. Yeah. We have, like I said, we have some other Okay, stuff. that's good. So then people can then download like a book with all of like, or at least 50 yeah. of the challenges in them, right. that sort of thing. Right. right. Each challenge is available individually for a, a small, smaller fee. Um, the book of 50 um, obviously is a larger, but is a great value at the price yeah. set out, depending on which media you get it on. If you get it in print, I think it's fourteen ninety nine. Um, I don't remember. And on the digital so. copies are nine ninety nine. Yeah. So. so we have I think seventy seven total out there, something like that. Seventy seven and seventy and two more in queue waiting for. Okay, so you know <laughs> we're we're pushing to break that hundred because then we'll have we'll uh we'll put another print book out of the second fifty. But <laughs> we're like it's on our that's on our for this year it's going to happen because like I said we bring a new one out about every two weeks. So is that so? If I sign up on the newsletter or what, like the one where you're sending out the sexy challenge every two weeks, that's free. But if I want past sexy challenges, I have to go and buy a book or the individual challenges. The sexy challenges, um, we just announce them. We just put them up on iTunes. Um, we don't put them in the newsletter as far as a free one. There are times that we will make one free, even a past one. We may make it free. Oh, we just did that um, this last what, last weekend. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Become the Warrior, which uh, we talked about. It was free for four or five days on iTunes, and we promoted that everywhere. Um, and there is, there is currently or and has been for two years, and it's the number one free book on iTunes in the family and relationship category as our free sexy challenge. It's called Slow Motion. It's up there, and it is also currently, it's been up as high as number two on all the nonfiction bestsellers for free books on iTunes. Uh, it's currently at number seven. So that's been up there for two years kind of to show you the staying power that Second yeah, well, we've, And we've had, what, um, somewhere over a total, uh, including free ones um, and paid ones both, over 200,000 downloads on iTunes alone. Um, and wow. that's, we only started using iTunes to sell them in November of 11. 2011. Yeah. yeah, so like a year and a half. So, it, yeah, we were like, wow, that's like, <laughs> we're just like, seriously? <laughs> Obviously, there's some free ones in there because otherwise we'd be uh, making a lot more. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, we have some big things coming up. So That's great. So the best thing that anybody can do then would be to go sign up for the newsletter, if nothing else, right, so that you can find out what's coming up. Yep, because we always have good art. You know, every two weeks there's always some kind of good article that we make sure um, that everybody gets. So, yeah, at the very least, that doesn't cost anything. So That's awesome. So what other things do you have up your sleeve and what sort of things do you, what you know, what else do you offer? Because I know that you guys do, um, is it not like private counseling or? 
We what have the, the sexy challenging. We have the sexy challenge mentoring, which is definitely more expensive. So, I mean, we mm-hmm. have some things that we're going to have in the middle there. Um, but to work with us directly, you know, via phone, Skype, or if you happen to be in the Colorado or Denver, Boulder area, um, you know, we could meet in person. But it's really just about kind of going through the challenges, um, helping people figure out maybe they may have questions. You know, there may mm-hmm. be, you know, I've been asked those questions like, wow, well, this what this happened to me such and such after orgasm is that normal you know so there's some i say technical but sometimes there's kind of technical questions and then people have those questions like wow is it isn't it weird that i see this vision because maybe no one else has been there for them and obviously we experience it all the time um so there's that piece and then um just being there guiding people along using different challenges helping them make you know uh find the clarity in the things that they're wanting to manifest, and plus it's someone they get to celebrate with. You know, we get those emails like, oh, my God, we just got such and such, you know. <laughs> this just happened. We get to go on vacation this summer or whatever. We, right. we are also um, currently um, working some plans out for some products from Sexy Challenge, some Bigger physical ones, products, right. um, and also some um, classes that we can offer uh, via ebook format, which the new iBook format, which lets you embed videos and a lot right. of other cool features. So it's a more of an interactive book than just, you know, something that you read. Um, you would get, you know, specific videos from us on how to um, complete things and instructions and things like that. So those are some of the things that are in our that are in our queue that we're working on right yeah. now. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's other stuff, but I'll just yeah. So really the mentoring is just giving you one-on-one access to you guys and your experience right. and, you know, right. answering questions. To, yeah. and absolutely. Being able to answer questions, help guide them, you know, whatever it might be. It really is about that personal interaction with us. That's why it's kind of expensive. <laughs> but, you know, right. then again, you have to look at it and go, well, is it, is it expensive? It kind of depends on the person. Right. Um, what is it worth to you? And I mean, for, for, some, what, not, for what you – for what we feel you'll get out of it, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. But, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah. That just depends on the individual. For some people, they just want, you know, to pick up a few sexy challenges over at iTunes or Amazon or wherever. Um, and that's cool, too. Because, again, it's, you know, our thing is just about you know, people to spice it up and, and yeah, in and, and whatever capacity they want to believe in it, right. but to, you know, direct that sexual energy towards, Amazing things. Well, life. you know, if we go back to what we were saying earlier, that you're happier when you're having better sex yeah. and things like that. So if we, as much as we can put out there to help people achieve this, you know, we're making the world a happier place. Right. And what could be better than that? So before yeah. we wrap it up for this evening, can you give us, give us, you know, a couple of pointers for maybe really connecting spiritually with your partner? Um, oh, my God, my head's spinning because I have so many. Um, let me think a minute. Let me think of, like, a really, really – got a profound one that sticks out because I have so many. I'm like, wait, i got to sort through the files in my head. Um, well, you know, in all honesty, um, the sacred – the sexy sacred money ceremony that we just wrote is really a very amazing way um, to connect with your partner, and it's about – um, creating what we call a money tree and then having this intent. And then you're sitting there together across from each other and you imagine the energy coming through the top of your head and then that comes down through your body and you imagine that energy then going into this money tree that we have you create 
and then flowing into your partner's body. And so you end up kind of making an infinity symbol or a figure eight that's laying on its mm-hmm. side. <laughs> um, but it's about also just focusing. You start to sense the breathing, um, and that's, that's a really good thing to do. So, I mean, you could get that, like I said, if you sign up, obviously you can get that in more detail. But, and I know Rob has something to say, but the other one is to sit in the yab-yum position, which is a tantric thing, but um, basically one partner – so you guys have to, not everybody can do this. You know, you might not be the right sizes for each other or whatever, but one partner would sit cross-legged or at least sit down on the bottom, if you will. The other partner, you're facing each other, and the other partner then would sit with his or her legs wrapped around that bottom partner. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I can, and can you if, picture that? Okay. And then just, you know, trying to... Um, get your breathing synchronized with each other so that you're breathing in and out at the same time. And so that's almost that's a tantric a, move, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it is a tantric move, yeah. Well, but it's, it's, a, right. it's an awesome one. We did it for probably, I don't know, a few months anyway, six, seven months. We did it like every night. We just did that before we went to bed, whether or not we were making love. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I, what I want to say to everybody out there is to bring that um, – Laughter and fun piece into yes. it, and that makes it spiritual in my instance. And I think sexy challenges are a wonderful way to do this. But you're, you're when you do a sexy challenge, you're going to create this memory, um, and a lot of them are so fun. And I, because I think obviously sex is fun, and making love is great, and it's you know it creates lasting memories. And you're always going to have that with you. You're going to carry that with you. And so as you're doing these things and you're laughing with each other, you're having fun, you're getting excited, you know, that's the beauty of all this. You know, you're connecting with your partner in these ways, like I said, the spiritual, the um, the physical, and that laughter piece, and you're creating wonderful times for the two of you that that are going to stick with you forever. So I think that, that's an important part of the sexual piece that – sometimes gets lost is that laughter and building those memories around your sexual experience. Well, a lot of people are afraid to bring laughter into the bedroom. And, you know, and when you're trying something new, you may very well end up in giggles. <laughs> it just depends on what it is you're trying. But when you're bringing well, something new. Well, laughter is a new, very positive energy yeah. anyway, so there's yes, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Right. So it's beautiful to to have that in place as well. Right. That's awesome. Well, thank you both very much for being on the show tonight. Anybody wants any more information, either go to inbedwithdrsue.com, where all of the links are to Sexy Challenges, or go straight to sexychallenges.com. Thank you very much, Janelle and Rob, for being with us tonight. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. So. That was very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, why are you doing, don't... Uh-oh. What's going on? Stop that right now, young man. Stop it. Who's screwing around with my phone. Joe. Don't go getting all quiet now. I have some highs to do. Hi to Boz. Hi, Boz. Hello, Boz. Hi, James, and hi, Chris, who are always listening in, even though they are not Hello. in the chat room. They always listen in later. Oh, that's nice. Because they're very, 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 they're all very good boys. Oh, Unlike Joe. What are you doing? 
he's not talking now. Oh. Oh, he's doing crickets. Uh, oh. Meow. Poor little Joey. <sighs> Did we hurt Joey's feelings? No. You need to go orgasmically manifest something. I need to orgasmic manifest a new bigger boat. Okay, now don't be greedy. Why can't we fix the one we have? So just manifest your stripper pole and your sound system. Hmm. Can I shake the money tree for that? You can shake the money tree all you want. You can cool. jump on it. You can send your intent to it. You can do whatever you want. Ooh, Moonwolf wants to manifest some chocolate. That's an easy one to do, though. Hmm. Well, I don't see anything here. I know she's not. Well, she's <laughs> going to manifest it for her. She's not manifesting it for I'm us. I'm trying to manifest it for me. I don't see it here. Well, because then your intent sucks. You're just not doing it right. Besides that, you're not in the middle of an orgasmic manifestation, which is good because I don't want to see that. So there. Crickets would be good right about now. So everybody... (laughs) So, there we go. I guess I will just let you guys know that the next show is going to be June the 11th because we're going to be going back to our every two weeks, although there are... There is a couple of weeks in there that we're probably going to squish some extra shows in. But anyways, Tuesday, June the 11th, it's me, 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 and me discussing esoteric fetishes like balloons and bubblegum and inflation and not the kind that's economically challenged. Um, Let's see. We're going to talk about nearsightedness and sloshing. Bubblegum is a fetish. The inflation of the bubble itself is a fetish. Really? Yep. Even the smell, apparently. Yep. Huh. There you go. So what I want to know is if you have a freaky fetish, we want you to let us know by going to inbedwithdrsue.com, hit up the contact, and send us your freaky fetish because if you think it's, like, really cool and different, we want to know about it. So there you go. My fetish is shoving an onion down the throat. There is that one. We will have to lead off with that one. Yeah, let's Define freaky. I Anything you want. I don't see if there's any freaking calls on that one. Probably not. I don't know if they're going to call in, but I think you'll find that I will get a whole slew of emails because I'll put it out there and, and let. And then we've got a good two weeks for everybody to really spew forth their their scariness. I just might throw you some. I'll pick up some from the internet. I find. Yeah, but that's not. I, I want. I want experiences. Like uh, everything that I'm going to be talking about is stuff that I talked with with clients and people have done things and. Yeah, but people are shy. No, you'd be surprised. Someone uh, will. Don't worry about uh, it. And that's right. Freaky to one person might be normal to another. I'm just putting the challenge out there. Firecracker just said that. Um, I'm just putting that out there in the sense of, you know, if you think it's it's interesting and it's different. Tell us about it. Okay, I have a sparkle fetish. Do you come every time you see sparkles? Oh, well, no, it's not sexual. Okay, then don't start. It's not sexual, sorry. But it is a fetish. <laughs> Mine will always be sparkles, too, I have to admit. Anyways, followed by June the 18th, we are going to be doing an episode on female supremacy with some very special ladies. 
that I know you subby boys and girls are going to want to talk to. So that's going to be coming up on the website very soon. I haven't put up any of June's shows yet, but they will be going up very shortly. So thank you to everybody who came out and chat tonight. Um, there's all kinds of you that came and left, and, and there's so many of you. Madam Devilish and Mark Goodpet and Moonwolf and Kitty and Ashley, who's already here next to me, <laughs> Muffy and Firecracker <laughs> and Bill Boggs and the sapiosexual slut was here and Seven <laughs> Heavenly Virtues was here and Fozzie Bear was here. Yeah, who's Fozzie Bear? That was cool. I don't know who Fozzie was. <laughs> we don't know who Fozzie is. Porowski <laughs> Jewels Fetish is a major one. Yes, that is very, very true. Oh, well, then there you Hello. go. Hello. So, anyways, um, so remember, June the 11th, be there. We're going to be talking some really cool different types of fetishes. Be there or kindly be square. Thank you, Joe, for coming out and being silly in the chat room. We were Thank your stripper for getting off your lap in time. I will do that. Thank you. And thank you, Ashley, for showing up and adding more things to your Amazon wish list. Anyway, so I'll see you guys on June the 11th. Ciao, babies. Guys, be good, play nice, and always remember to be happy.